Welcome to Fireside, a Sitecore community discussion, your source for discussions on not only the latest and greatest from Sitecore, but also helpful tips and tricks. Welcome to this episode of MVP Community Discussion. My name is Josh Hover, Sitecore MVP, and today joining me is Nicole Montero. She's a community marketing specialist at Sitecore. Hi, Josh. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. It's funny because I'm usually the host of the Get to Know an MVP podcast, so I've never been a guest. But uh, yeah, just a quick intro. So my name is Nicole Montero, as Josh said. Um, I'm actually from Victoria, British Columbia in Canada. I'm Canadian, but my life has always been divided between Canada and Argentina, which some of you already know in the community. But my family is 100% Argentinian, so you can imagine that I'm very excited about the World Cup this month. Um, and I've been with Sitecore for almost two years now. I started when the pandemic was ending. Well, actually, yeah, when it was ending. Those years are such a blur to me, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think they are to all of us. But uh, anyways, yeah, my role is community marketing specialist, as you said, and I work with Tomasz Varga on the community team. Um, and it's funny because after like connecting for almost a year virtually with my mm -hmm. team and, and Tomasz, we finally met in person at Sakon Europe uh, for uh, in Budapest. Uh, so it's also where I met a lot of individuals from the community, which was very cool. I'm sure that had to have been exciting. What was the overall feeling getting to meet people for the first time? You know, at the beginning, it was it was very nerve wracking. <laughs> Even just meeting Tomash for the first time, it was like, OK, like, we, you know, we've connected virtually, but now to meet in person, it just makes everything different. But um, the community, yeah, it was like really it's one thing, you know, being on the MVP webinars. And that was my only real, real experience or answering emails, answering some questions on Slack, but then really seeing them in person, it, it just made a huge difference and even made me feel more comfortable after like reaching out to them when I, you know, had questions for them. And just like the energy that they have is amazing and the passion and they're all so friendly. So it was great. It was it was awesome. That's cool to hear. Yeah, we, we yeah. talked a little bit more about that post symposium. And I think Megan Jensen summed it up perfectly by saying it warmed her heart just by being able to meet everyone in person. <laughs> I loved yeah. that quote. Yeah, that's a good one. So thank you for the overview. Really nice to know you a little bit more. I'm sure it was a, an exciting transition going between Argentina and Canada. It was, yeah. So, well, I mean, I was born in Canada, but um, my father always lived in Argentina. So that's why I always split my life up half-half. And even up until today, sometimes I can come a few months to Argentina. And um, and yeah, it's a huge part of my life. So I feel, I feel lucky to have a little bit of Canada and a little bit of Argentina. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you for sharing that. I know a lot of us know you within the community from the MVP program, but can you tell us a little bit more about your role and what you do within the MVP program? Yeah, so most of you do know me from the MVP program, and that's because I'm the host of the Get to Know an MVP podcast. So that's really where I had the opportunity to connect with most of you and hear about uh, your MVP stories, um, which you know has really helped me learn a lot about the MVP program. I feel like that's where I learned the most was hearing your stories and the advice you have uh, for other MVPs or like your message to the community. Um, so yeah, I, I learned a lot from the MVP community through that podcast. Um, but my actual role entails a bit more than just the podcast episodes. So maybe not necessarily so much about the MVP program, but my role overall when it comes to the Sitecore community, I would say is, 
I would define it as nurturing and engaging the, the overall community. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I would even define the community team, Tomash, like Tomash and I's team. <laughs> um, he'll okay. correct me if I'm wrong, but that's kind of how <laughs> I would define it. Um, so every day for me is like very different. Um, but some of the things that I assist on is organizing SecCons, MVP Summit, um, you know, all communication that needs to go out. I also manage the MVP Mentor Program. Actually, the name of that will change to the Community Mentor Program um, or like social media, virtual developer day. So yeah, every day is very, very different. Um, but when it comes to the MVP program specifically, I would say, you know, the the newsletter, communication, uh, the podcast, and now the mentor program and helping with the MVP Summit. So that's a little bit of what I do. Tomash is the mastermind, <laughs> but that's his baby, the MVP program. So, so yeah. You, you mentioned being a part of the MVP Get to Know a podcast, and I know that just through my own interview there, you were interviewing me. Um, mm-hmm. Have you noticed any common themes or responses from the MVPs as far as messaging and anything that you could share back with the, the community? Yeah, I have. Um, well, two things. Uh, one thing that stuck out to me is that almost everyone, I would say, mentioned that they had a mentor along the way, so an existing MVP or several MVPs helped them. And, you know, becoming an MVP is not an easy journey, as you know, Josh. Um, mm-hmm. So having someone in your corner that can help guide you um, can be super beneficial, especially, you know, if, if that's somebody who has gone through the, yeah. the MVP process themselves. Um, and, you know, what this goes to show me is just how amazing the MVP community is because they're truly willing to help one another. And that goes back to, like, if, if if you're someone who's interested in becoming an MVP, you just don't know where to start, like reach out for help because MVPs, at least in my experience and from what I've heard, um, they're always willing to help you. Um, yeah. and they're the people to talk to if you want to be an MVP <laughs> or if you want to start contributing to the community, right? Because that's the most important part is right. contributing, not necessarily being an MVP, but um but yes, yeah, so that's one thing. And then the other thing is when I asked MVPs to give their advice on how to um, become an MVP for those interested, one thing I heard over and over again as well was to not get caught up so much on like the perfection part of it. So uh, when you start contributing the, to the community, just start putting yourself out there little by little. Um, share knowledge, that's the most important thing. But let's say if it's a blog post, it doesn't have to be the perfect blog post. Just get that information out there. Obviously, like try to make it as quality content as, as possible, <laughs> but but don't get so caught up because sometimes we get weight and, and this goes for, I think, any role or anything that we're working towards. So yeah. caught up in the the perfection of, of, of you know, of the our analysis final- analysis. Yes, thank you. And and um, I think just start putting yourself out there and then just perfect yourself as, as you go on. So those are two things that stuck out to me when interviewing the MVPs. <laughs> I think that sounds like a really great approach. And in the first comment that you made really resonated with me. And it was, you know, I think so many people coming into seeing into the Sitecore community and seeing MVP, you know, they're, it's so ominous how do i be- how do i become an mvp how do i get there and i think having that mentor in place and I, I personally really appreciate the mvp mentorship program that's out there now because i think that it helps answer questions for people about how they actually get to that i know when my first few years of submitting i didn't achieve it and you know it's because i was i didn't quite know what i needed to do to target getting to the mvp and once i knew several mvps and 
you know, they shared their experience and what they felt was the secret sauce, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I applied that to myself and, and, you know, again, put myself out there, like you said, in your, your second point and, you know, it ended up working and paying off. Yeah, definitely. One thing that I heard a little bit from some of the MVPs at the MVP summit this year, um, you know, there were some comments around the next MV, next generation of MVPs. And really, you know, what? how do you think as a community we can help support that next generation to generate more interest? I think programs like the MVP mentorship program is a great, I guess, nesting area to help nurture that. But are there any other suggestions that you come to your mind? Yeah, so I heard this as well during the MVP summit and even before. Um, So I would say some ways that we can all help support the next generation is like, for example, if there's someone in the community you know that is contributing and they haven't applied to become an MVP yet, or someone who has tons of knowledge but hasn't um, started contributing yet, like reach out to them, connect with them because they may just be looking for that extra push or even looking for that knowledge from an MVP. Like they may not know necessarily what an MVP is or what the program is all about. Um, So I would say take advantage of those opportunities and, and share that knowledge or kind of act as a mentor, as we were saying, like about the mentor program. Um, I think some people feel nervous and scared to apply to be an MVP, but again, maybe they just need that extra nudge and are looking for that guidance. Um, lastly, you know, as we already talked about, we do offer an MVP mentor program where we pair individuals uh, in the community with existing MVPs. So if you mm-hmm. are an existing MVP, that is a great way to help support the next generation. And, you know, it's interesting because we started the program this year and we will be making some changes to it next, but it's the same idea. And the amount of emails that I received from people in the community, and I'm still receiving till today that are interested in connecting <laughs> with MVPs, it's crazy. And Tomash yeah. and I actually thought we weren't going to get as many mentees interested. We thought we'd have more MVPs interested in being mentors, um, but actually the opposite happens. So this just goes to show you that there's a lot of people that are looking for that guidance and that help. Yeah. Um, oh, that's, so, yeah. that's really neat to hear. I, I think that that yeah. definitely speaks to how we help, you know, nurture that next generation of MVP. And I, I'm really happy to hear that there's such a overwhelmingly large amount of people who are interested in the program. And, yeah. you know, I think that even to what you had mentioned previously about how, you know, talking to the MVPs, so many of the MVP people in the community are are very open and willing to help support others that are even interested. Um, So I encourage anyone that's listening, you know, if you're wanting to become an MVP and there's um, an MVP maybe that you follow on social and what they talk about resonates with you, I would encourage you to reach out to them and, you know, just open up that dialogue. And chances are, there's a potential that they might be able to help mentor you on your your road as well. I know that as an yeah. MVP, that would be exciting to me. And I, you know, I appreciate when people reach out and, you know, being able to help support them on their journey as well. Yeah, no, it's a rewarding feeling as well to help someone be able to attain their goals. And, you know, I've heard from mentors in the program, you know, asking them so far what their experience has been like. And not all, but some of them have said that they've even felt they've learned from their mentees. So that's pretty cool to hear as well. I'll definitely say that this year I was paired with a a really great mentee. And I'll say I I learned a lot from him. It was interesting because my category was ambassador and his category was going to be technology that he's going for. Mm -hmm. 
And, um, you know, there's areas that I can still help support. I'm, I'm very involved in technology as well, but it's been really exciting to, to learn from him and see his experience because it's helped me grow as well. Awesome. Glad to hear that. So what are your thoughts about the MVP culture? Um, for me, you know, being a first time MVP, I didn't quite know what to expect. And, you know, going into the summit, I, I thought it was a, a really exciting event. And, you know, just being around the other MVPs and getting to hear their feedback and, you know, sharing experiences was a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, okay, when I first started this role, I, if I'm being honest, I did not know what an MVP was like this whole, <laughs> just like in the MVP program was totally new to me. The industry was completely new to me. Um, so you can imagine that, yeah, again, everything was 100% new. And so what stood out to me from the MVP community uh, was, I guess, some things here, you know, diversity, there's just so much diversity when it comes to different cultures in the community. And I mm -hmm. love that, um, you know, being able to connect virtually and even in person with people from all over the world. Yeah, I just find that super amazing. Then the openness so something we've already touched on, you know, the willingness to share information and help one another, even if people in the MVP community and even the wider community, like the Sitecore community are technically competitors. Um, I yeah. find that super interesting and even rare, you know, like you don't see that in a lot of communities. So that's something else that people have mentioned in the podcast too, you know, this, yeah, willingness to help one another out and learn from one another, even if you're technically from competitors. Um, and then the last thing is like just amazing energy. I don't know the MVP summit, <laughs> Josh, you were there. Uh, <laughs> it, that was just, really, it's, really exciting yeah. energy. You all just have such amazing energy and you're super friendly and it sounds cheesy, but looking at it, you know, as someone relatively new to the community and not as an MVP, it does feel a, a little bit like one big family. Um, and this goes for like the whole Sitecore community as well, not just the MVP community. Um, so yeah, those are just some, I think that maybe answers your question regarding the culture, but that's kind of how I would define it and how I feel about it. Cool. Well, thank you for sharing that. <laughs> so with Sitecore, I would say con consistently growing, you know, what excites you most about being a part of Sitecore? I would honestly bring it back to... I don't want to just keep talking about the community, but I would bring it back to the community. Like to me, what excites me most about Sitecore is the community and like seeing how that grows and seeing how the MVP program, you know, changes, whether it's if we start focusing on supporting the next generation and, and sorry, that's not to say that like the current MVPs won't continue being MVPs, but just seeing how that also grows as the company sure. grows, you know? Um, so yeah, that, that, that's what mostly excites me, I would say, about about Sitecore. I'm excited to see how how the community consistently grows and changes as well. You know, like yeah. I don't know if it was just my awareness to the community, but you know, I, I agree. I think that, you know, it, it's become a lot more open and I, I enjoy getting to see people extending the help to the community despite what company they're a part of, because you know, at the end of the day, we're all trying to help solve problems. And, you know, it, it's just nice to see that people are working together rather than turning their head because somebody might work at a different company that is potentially a competitor. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's also one of the the boundaries that I, I try to work and have been working to, you know, to extend through this podcast itself is, you know, I wanted a discussion that was going to be a community discussion and not just tied to 
a specific company, right? I want to be able to talk to people that are not only from my existing company, but are, you know, within the community and get to hear what their insights are as far as, you know, projects and technologies that we're, we're working with. Yeah, no, I love that idea. Great. So do you, do you have any advice for people that are looking to join the MVP program? Yes. Um, so I would say my two main pieces of advice for anyone interested in becoming MVP, um, or, or really I should say, sorry, anyone interested in starting to contribute to the community are uh, the first piece of advice is to focus on what you are good at and share your knowledge that way. Um, like if it's writing, if you're a good writer, start out that way, a good public speaker, start out that way, or is it creating videos? Like just find that. I think, you know, something cool about the community is that you can contribute in so many different ways. Um, so find whatever it is that you're good at and share your knowledge that way. Um, and the reason I say that is because it can be intimidating to put yourself out there in front of people. Yes. At least it is for me, <laughs> for most of us, I think. But I if you. you're at yeah, but if you're at least, you know, confident with the way you are sharing that knowledge, it will make that a little bit easier easier at the beginning. And then, you know, then you can start pushing yourself to, okay, like, let's say you don't like public speaking. Well, like, I don't know, maybe in seven months from now, then you start public speaking, but start out with whatever you feel most comfortable with at the beginning. Um, the second piece of advice and this is kind of, you know, going back to what we already discussed is ask for help. Like this community is super open and friendly. MVPs, like I said, in my experience, are always willing to help. So if you're someone who just started out contributing to the community or someone who's ready to apply to become an MVP, but you have questions uh, or you're just looking for a bit of guidance, reach out to some MVPs who have gone through that journey already and they will help you. Um, if not, reach out to Tomash and I and we'll try to help you. <laughs> um, but yeah, those are my two pieces of advice. I mean, I could go on and on. And um, the, honestly, the advice, uh, these two pieces of advice, I should say, are just from what I've gathered listening to other MVPs uh, share their stories and share their advice. So well, I appreciate you sharing that insight. I think that it'll definitely be helpful for those listening who would potentially be looking to to continue their path as a as an MVP. But I, I think to your point, you know, just being able to break down your own barriers of of what your comfort levels are. Some people might not be comfortable doing speaking engagements, but I think that, you know, to that point, it's something that you just have to break out of your your comfort zone and realize that, you know, it should get better after you get past your your first one. <laughs> Maybe yeah, two. Definitely. Yeah. And I mean, you can always start at user groups. That's something I've heard also from MVPs and it makes sense. It's a smaller yep. room of people and then you can, you know, aim for a little bit more and present, let's say, a symposium. Um, but but yeah, I think there's uh, that's a good thing, right? Like there's just so many ways that you can start contributing to the community. That doesn't mean standing in front of a crowd of people. It can be writing a blog, creating a video, answering questions like there's so many ways. So just start however you feel comfortable. And I think also as you start um you know, if it's through user groups or conferences, once you start meeting people, then you almost feel more comfortable mm -hmm. answering those questions or writing blogs or asking for help um, or standing in so. front of them because you kind of already know them, even though actually that makes me more nervous to <laughs> stand in front of people that I know. But um, I'm sure for most people, it makes them less nervous. Uh, but yeah, no, just start out with what you feel comfortable with. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. This wraps up our episode of the MVP community discussion. A really special thanks to Nicole for joining me on today's show. 
Thank you so much, Josh, for allowing me to share my story and experience so far with the PsychCor MVP community. All right. I'm your host, Josh Hover. Thanks for joining today's podcast. Stay tuned for our future sessions.